Captain Marvel, directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, is the origin story of Carol Danvers, played by Brie Larson, becoming the character the movie is titled for. That is Captain Marvel. Or Marvel, if you will. Brie Larson has done a lot of great things in the lead-up to the release of this movie, including using her voice to further women's voices as a whole. One of those things was that she was looking for more diversity in the press surrounding the release of this movie as well as the audience, which both happened to be typically white 30-something males. I happen to be a white 30-something male, and this is something that I find to be a positive thing. I, I welcome and I value diversity. In another famous incident, she was told she needed to smile more based on early teasers of the movie, just from internet trolls, even having some trolls go as far as to Photoshop a smile on her face. And what she did, I think, was really great. She turned the table, Photoshopped smiles on some of the male members of the Avengers. Captain America is the one that really has stood out to me in my memory. And quickly made her point. But seriously, go look at these photos because it just looks ridiculous and just shows, you know, what the double standard is and, and how unfortunate that can be. But I think Brie Larson has done such a good job navigating this role, not just as the role itself and playing the part, but also navigating the, the politics of it and navigating the, the lead up to the release of the movie. I think she did a great job and I think she's done some good things. Overall, I think Captain Marvel is a positive movie that furthers helping women take the place that they deserve to have in this world. There are subtle, but at the same time, very direct statements and messages in this movie that do poke at a lot of the typical stereotypes and prejudice that women deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. And I did want to lead with that because there's so much positive about the release of this movie. I do think it deserves more recognition for continuing to diversify this Marvel Cinematic Universe specifically and to send loud, clear, important messages to the world as a whole. But let me be clear. To me, this movie as a movie was not as strong as I would have liked. Let me tell you a few reasons why. One of the biggest ones for me is that it takes place in the 90s, but I don't know if there was anyone who really grew up in the 90s working on the movie because it didn't feel like they really, I, I didn't feel like they really exploited that as well as they could have. Some people have done that really well with the 80s. You know, you see things like Stranger Things pop up and uh, Ready Player One, specific, more specifically the book on that. But the, the 80s nostalgia has really been a thing because it's people that grew up in the 80s that are really making those movies. I feel like these, uh, these directors might have been past the point where the 90s were really nostalgic for them. Whereas, because they grew up more in the, in the 80s, you know, they were born in the mid-70s and grew up in the 80s. Where I was born in the mid-80s, I grew up in the 90s, and the 90s are a very nostalgic time for me because it happens to be when I was a child. So that's that's one major thing. It's just I wanted it to feel more 90s and to not just feel more 90s, but to have more 90s memorabilia in there. You know, you have the obvious things like Blockbuster that you've seen in the trailer. You've got some nice 90s music thrown in here and there, but it just doesn't quite feel as 90s as I would have liked. Another thing is, and this is something I don't think I should ever have to complain about with a Marvel movie, but there were some special effects issues, I feel like. I don't, and I don't think there should be an excuse, like I said, for someone like Agent Coulson to look like he was straight out of Polar Express. 
Remember that movie, the animated movie with Tom Hanks? Yeah, Agent Coulson looked like that because they were doing like a de-aging process on these actors. Granted, Samuel L. Jackson, I think they probably spent a little more time with because he had a bigger part in the movie and he didn't look as weird to me, but Agent Coulson really just, he looked animated and just strange. And I don't think there should be much of an excuse for that to be a thing when they have the kind of budgets that they do for these type of movies. Another thing that just really popped out was some of the use of blue or green screen, whatever they use. It just, you could tell it was a green screen and it was really strange. It really took me out of the movie for a bit because the special effects weren't blending in. They were calling themselves out and it wasn't in a good way. So I feel like there were some issues with that. Maybe some people won't notice or care about it. And and certainly if, if you're not someone that pays attention to that, it's not going to matter. But there were subtle things that the special effects were really kind of strange and, and took me out of the movie for a bit. Remember in episode one, The Phantom Menace, we're talking Star Wars here, when Anakin gets some money and unconvincingly says, Yippee! Yeah, there are times in the middle of a battle when Captain Marvel makes similar exclamations, even though they don't make sense. Now, even though she's fighting and she's confident, I'm sure she would not realistically be shouting for glee, saying, Yippee! But rather, her defenses would be up and she'd be focused on the battle at hand. Who sits there and finds absolute joy in beating people up or fighting or, you know... When we're fighting, our normal senses go fight or flight and we're focused, no matter how good we happen to be at those. And it just seems strange. It seemed a little Phantom menace to be doing that. There is a pretty clear motivation from this character to uncover old memories and that leads her down a path of self-discovery. But I don't feel like she really had that much of an internal struggle about it other than just being frustrated. You know, it is frustrating to not be able to recall something or to have something there on the surface that you want to access, but you're not able to. I feel like that was the, the hardest thing for her to really deal with in this movie. And I wanted some more internal struggle. There were some outward struggles, of course. You know, there were some fighting and, and some, some of that. But I really wanted more of an internal struggle, trying to figure out who she is other than just going to the memories. Because I don't feel like even when she discovers what's behind these memories that she changes as a person or there's any development in the character much. She doesn't She doesn't develop throughout this movie the amount that I would like her to have. And I know that all of these things are pretty nitpicky. I mean, that's my job as a movie critic, right? To kind of nitpick things and show how I think things could have been better, how I think they could have done... This movie is entertaining. I think general audiences, even even the internet trolls, would like this movie. But apparently those internet trolls are not going to go see it because they're boycotting it. It wasn't a personal attack, guys. But anyway, we'll see whether or not that really affects it. Because as I don't personally know any internet trolls in my real life, I would be willing to bet that their numbers are not the great, their greatest strength. Their greatest strength is in the anonymity and the lack of real-life consequences when they hide behind a computer screen. In reality, I think the majority of people who hide behind computer screens really don't have as much say as they pretend they do. I think you should go check this movie out. I think you'll have a good time. The movie is certainly worth the price of admission. It may have some flaws, but overall, it's a good time. Get out and see it. I give, personally, Captain Marvel a C+. I wanted it to be another Wonder Woman that DC produced in 2017, but it looks like at long last, DC has achieved something that MCU has not. 
I'm interested to hear from you. Did you love the movie? Did you hate it? Reach out to me on Twitter at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two T's and let me know what your Captain Marvel experience was. And for more reviews, please subscribe to my podcast on any of the popular podcasting platforms. Thank you for listening to Cinematic Reviews. Thank you for listening. I'll see you at the movies. Hey everybody, did you enjoy this movie review? If so, please take the time to review my podcast on iTunes using the link in the episode description. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two T's to stay up to date on my latest content and other happenings. Thank you for listening. I'll see you at the movies.